Okay, so I believe we're up to Halacha Tezayin. I think that's what we're up to. So the Rambam was talking about, it's uh, connected to the previous couple of Halachas. The Rambam was talking about specifically building Mizbeach. We know that, uh, again, the, the, to build the structure of the base of the Migdash or the surrounding walls of Azara. So it has to be stone, big stones, or if not stone, then at least large bricks. When it came to the Mizbeach, we had added added hakpadas. First of all, it has to be stone. That's number one. Also, the stones have to be mamish perfect. It can't be any crack or any piece missing, even enough to uh, that your fingernail will get caught on. Mamish has to be complete. Um, and, and, and a final hakpada was that that metal can't even touch it. If metal, if uh, metal utensils touch the the stones of the mizbeach, they automatically became puzzled. That was the uh, that was halachas that we saw last time, chumras regarding the mizbeach. Um, okay, so halacha tezayin picks up from there. So the Raman says like this: Evan shenifdema, if a stone does become uh, uh, you know cracked, aishenaga babarzel, or metal does touch it, acha shenivnis the mizbeach the kevish after the stone was already you know used, it's already in place in the mizbeach or in the ramp. So again, if it was just a stone that they want to use to build. So once it becomes possible, it's possible. But now that it's already in the Mizbech, now what do you do? So says the Ramam, that particular stone is possible and you have to remove and replace that stone, but the rest of the stones would be fine. So even though it's right now one big Mizbech, if one of the stones becomes, uh, becomes damaged, then just that stone has to be replaced. You don't have to uh, redo the whole thing. That's the, that's the Ramam. Continues, and twice a year they would they would be malabi, they would clean and they would they would to whiten the mizbeach, um, you know, to as an upkeep of the mizbeach, they would clean it off and plaster it. Um, it would be twice a year, the Pesach, Ubachad, and Pesach and Shavuos. Now, why why is Ram mentioning this halacha right now? So the Ram says, we'll see why. When they would they would uh, again either clean the mizbeach and also whiten the mizbeach with um, with lime to make it white. So malavdin b'mapa, they would specifically use uh, um, a mapa is like a, a beged, um, you know, like a shmata to clean it and to spread, uh, you know, white white uh, lime on it for it to be clean and for it to be nice. Avaloi b'kapa shelbarzo. Usually, if you're you know construction and so on, you're using metal, you know, if you want to spread uh, uh, lime on something or you want to spread um, sort, of, sort of white paint or whatever it is to make something white, you use like a spatula, use like a, like a metal, a metal, uh, lack of a better word, probably has a fancier word, like a spatula, a metal thing that they would use to spread whatever it is on the wall. But you can't use that on, on the mezbeach because it's made of metal. Shemiga be'evin, because we're afraid that even if, let's say, you use a large amount of, of of this white, you know, line or whatever. So maybe the, you could be mocked with that the metal part of the spatula doesn't touch, doesn't touch the mizbech if you just sort of just smear it on thick and then maybe use some other utensil to make it smooth. Um, but says the Rambam, since we're concerned that it might come to touch the mizbech, so we don't use any metal objects even when it comes to cleaning the mizbech or when it comes to, uh, again, whitening the mizbech because we're afraid that the metal might come to touch the stone. 
Elbow Kampasas. That's the uh, that's Halacha Tazayin. Okay, Halacha Yotzayin. Ram continues. Ein Oisin Madregis Mizbech. Again, another aspect of the Mizbech. You're not allowed. The Mizbech has to be a certain height. We'll see about that later on. Mizbech was was pretty tall, so you can't just you know you can't always uh, reach it from the floor. So you'd have to have some sort of way to get up there. So normally you'd have steps. So says the Rav, you're not allowed to make steps up to the Mizbeach, Shinemar. It says in Pasuk, the end of Parshish Mishpatim, don't ascend my altar by steps. So specifically, you're not allowed to use steps to get up to Mizbeach. Rather, we make a hill, we make a ring. The Dremishal Mizbeach on the south side of the Mizbeach. So again, if just as a visual, when you go again, as you're entering into the courtyard of the Beis Amigdash, and you see the Beis Amigdash right ahead of you, you're walking towards the west. So, um, so if you turn to the left, the left, left side, that's going to be south, and that's where the ramp of the Mizbech was. So the Mizbech was positioned like in the, like, you know, right between you, the entrance into the courtyard and the entrance of the Mizbech, of the Beis Amigdash, right in the middle is the Mizbech, but on the south, the south side, that's where the ramp, that's where the ramp was. Um, the, uh, so there's a, there's a ramp um, on the south side of the Mizbech, the Smaithir, that, that, you know, gradually descends and gets smaller and smaller, and there's a ramp. From the top of the Mizbech until the ground. That's called the ramp of the Mizbech. The oil of Milas on Mizbech, if one does not use a ramp, but rather uses steps to get it to the Mizbech, like a Yudem Altus. Now it's interesting, the language that the Rambam uses, I'm not going to go into this too much. It's uh, it's a lot of it's it's Kutchen, it's a lot of Kutchen stuff about this, but um, the language that the Rambam uses in this halacha, he he's, he he gives the impression, I guess you can say that the Mizbech is the, the, the really what the Mizbech is, is the, the square altar itself. And then there's something else, just a means of access in the Mizbech. So you would think to use, usually you use steps, but Pasuk says, don't use steps, use a ramp. But but that's um, what the Mizbech is, is, is the altar itself. And the Kevesh, the ramp, is just a way to get up to the Mizbech. Again, usually you use steps, now you have to use a ramp. But the truth is, it's not so push it like that. Um, it's Gemara's in, in, in Zvachim and Menachas that talk about this where it could very well be that the kevesh, the ramp to the Mizbeach, not only is it just like, how else are you going to get there? So you need a ramp. Uh, it actually has halachas of the Mizbech itself. It could be that, again, it, it, it's only out of necessity that there has to be a, a ramp. But once that necessity is in place and you have a ramp, the ramp is actually part, defined as part of the Mizbech itself. Arkadekach, for example, the, the Gemara talks about, let's say, Let's say you do zrika. Um, if you do, you know, to, you have to spill blood on the mizbeach, different ways for different carbonates. But let's say you were to do zrika on the kevesh. So uh, there's sukkahs about it that it could very well be that the kevesh has the din of the mizbeach. Again, it's not the you know, the Rambam is talking as if it's not like that, but uh, but it's a discussion by itself. Um, anyway, fine. So the Rambam continues. Now, general rule: if one once the mizbeach is built. Or the Beis Hamikdash is built. Let's say you, uh, for no productive purpose, you're you're just you just smash out, you crack out one stone from the Mizbeach, or from the structure of the Beis Hamikdash, or any part of the floor 
for example, between the base Amigdash and the Mizbeach, Derech Hashchasa, uh, in a way of destruction. In other words, it's not, it's, we're not talking about doing construction where you have to demolish in order to rebuild in a nicer way. We're talking about in a way of destruction, like a Gamalkis for such a thing. Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, I got to think it's in this expression. Yeah, I think this is, I think it's in Parshas uh, Re'e. Okay, so it'd be a simon type. Shenemar, so it says in Pasuk, because uh, so the Pasuk says that when you get there to Israel, you're going to find a lot of altars from Avadizaras and, and temples from Avadizara. So the Pasuk says, you should destroy their altars, destroy their temples. And then the Pasuk continues, don't do that Tasha. In other words, the indication being is that there's a prohibition of destroying the Mizbech of Hashem or destroying the Beis Amikdash of Hashem. And that's what Pasuk means. What you do to Abba Dezar is don't to, 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 to the Rabbanu Shlavu, to his Mizbech or to his Beis Amikdash. Now it's interesting, the Rambam um, specified that this halacha of not destroying would be for the Mizbech, it would be for the Heichel, for the Beis Amikdash proper, or the area between the Beis Amikdash and the Mizbech. The indication would be is that when you move out of the Mizbech area, so you still are within the Chatz, you're still within the courtyard of the Mizbech, and you're still the Harabais. But the actual Isser of, as the Pasuk says, destroy the Mizbech and, and temples of the Goyim. Don't do that to Hashem. The indication being is that this specific Isser is only for the Mizbech, Mizbech, and the area in between. But that, that's the area where you have this prohibition. Outside of it, obviously, you know, uh, I wouldn't go about destroying the Vesem English and, and, and surrounding areas, but the actual Isra is only going to be for those, um, for those, for those spaces. That's, uh, by the way, the reason why I said it's the Simantai is because, if I'm right, that this is from the parish, I believe it is. So uh, it sounds familiar from today's lanes. I'm pretty sure it's from today's parish. Um, anyway, so the, um, there's, this, there's a Kabbalah that we have by this farm from Tzadikim that if a person is learning and it happens to be their learning coincides it, 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 it learnings if their learning sort of interconnects with their other learning or it interconnects with the parsha. That's a simon that the Torah is Lashma. So to be a, a simon type. Okay, that's halacha yitzayim. By the way, this this pasuk of loisasim king, whatever you, you know, destroy their altars and so on, but don't do it to Hashem. This also is the source for another iser, which we're familiar of, which is mechikas Hashem, not to erase Hashem's name. That's also from this pasuk. Because the Pasuk talks about you have to destroy their altars, destroy their temples. That's the focus of this halacha. But the Pasuk then continues, that you should erase the name of a desire from Eretz Yisrael. And the Pasuk says, again, don't do that to Hashem. So the Ramam is focusing obviously on what's necessary for our context of the mitzvah to destroy their altars and their temples and don't do that for Hashem. But containing that Pasuk is also to destroy names of Vodizaras don't do that to Hashem. And that's the idea of the Isra Mechikas Hashem of not erasing Hashem's name. It's from this Pasuk. Um, okay, continue on. Um, now we move from the Mizbech to the other uh, Kela. HaMenoira Vekela, when it comes to the Menoira and all of its uh, utensils. Again, there's the Menoira, but then you need tweezers and you need Zachin to, you know, or jars of oil, like all the... All the you know stuff that comes along with the menorah, uh, shulchan. So or the shulchan, which is obviously for the lechem upon him. The caliph also the smaller utensils you need 
to work with the Shulchan, or the Mizbeach HaKtoyres, the Mizbeach on the inside of the Semigdash that was used for Ketoyres, for Chol Kliyasharis. So everyone just listed the most important vessels, but any klisharis, anything used in the Beis Hamikdash, let's say cups used to to receive blood from a carbon, or uh, or uh, or even knives used for shita, ein oisin oisin elman amitachas They should be made of metal. They should be made of metal. Um, even the Gemara talks about this. The Gemara does say that technically speaking, we'll see in a second. Um, um, there might be some, you know, let's see, the Gemara talks by using, using a na, it's a shecht. The Gemara says you could even use, for an animal, you can use, um, like the Gemara gives an example of using a, a reed, a very, very sharp brass. That theoretically could be the too. But for the Besamidosh, besides, there's a general rule in Kachin that this, the, the shechit, when we shecht the carbon, so it's interesting. We know that, you know, the Gemara says that shechit alabavoidi, that shechting a carbon in the Besamidosh, um, technically, it doesn't have to be done by a coin. Yisrael can do it. Uh, and as the Gemara says, it's not an avoida. In other words, it could be done by Yisrael. So that would indicate, that would sound like the shechting of a carbon is really the same idea as shechting any animal. It's just that, you know, it's the beginning of, the pro- of processing the animal. But shechitas carbon and shechting a carbon is fundamentally the same, no different than, than shechting any other animal. And the actual processing of the carbon as a carbon then begins after shita. But it's not really that's not really so true. The Gemara talks about that that the process of shita is in fact considered to be an Indian in Kodshin. It's something special about a carbon. The Gemara says that the shita process is actually what sanctifies the blood of the carbon to be used in the you know in the avoda that that go that continue, that goes forward. So. And this is an idea that you do have in Kutchin, where when I have a cow, right? So what's the process? So I want to bring a carbon, right? So I have a cow uh, in my farm, or I go to a farm and I buy a cow. So obviously I have to, first of all, make sure that there's no mum, there's no blemish that would possibly the carbon from, that, that would possibly the animal from being a carbon. So that I have to for sure take care of. And then what do I have to do? I have to be makdish the carbon. I have to sanctify it. So I say, harezu chakas. This is a chakas. This is an oil or whatever it is. So you would think that that would be, that that's the sanctification process. That's all you need to do. But in, in Kachim, we find out like that, that there's Madregas of Kedusha, that the, the, the level of Kedusha that's required for the animal to begin the process of being a carbon is when I say Harezu Chatas or Harezu Oila. But that level of Kedusha that I, can, that I can establish on the animal with my mouth, that's enough to get it started. That's not enough to actually get it to be able to be sacrificed on the altar, for it to for it to be for it to be nekrav al mizbech, for its blood to be sanctified enough, for it to go on the mizbech itself, or for the flesh of the animal to be burnt on the mizbech, or whatever the parts of the animal are, it requires a higher level of kedusha than just my words. Harezu chaktos, harezu The added level of kedusha that allows it to then be brought on the mizbech is by shkita. So shita does have an ability, not, so, so not only is it just like, you know, uh, making the animal a kosher animal, just like you would check any cow, but it's actually considered to be a kachim dekeinyin. And so even though the Gemara says that any Yisrael can do shita by a kachim, but that doesn't mean that it's not a carbon inyin. 
it's still a carbon and a kachim dekinyan agkidekach that by shechting the carbon you're actually giving it more kedusha to then go to then actually be brought on mizbech in the next few steps by zrika and 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 and, and burning on the mizbech. Just that level of kedusha which is done by shechita even Yisrael can do. But the truth is based on this. You can understand there's a there's a shita of the Ritva, the Ritva in the Seches Yuma, in a couple of places mentions this. You don't see this too much in other Rishayna, but it's a, the Ritva says this, that even though we say that that Shechni carbon can be done by Yisrael, but L'Chathchil it should be done by a kind. That's what the Ritva says, that L'Chathchil it should be done by a kind. And so uh, why? Like if, if Shechni carbon is no different than Shechni any other animal, and the Kudshim part of the process begins after Shechita, then why would there even be a lechatechila for a kind to do it? The answer is, again, like I said, it's not like that. The shita of the carbon is still a kachaminyan. That again, the kedusha of the carbon is being upgraded by the shita. And so that's why lechatechila, you need a kind. Why am I even talking about this? So again, going back, the, the, the Gemara says in, 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 in Hulan that, like I said, for, for a shita of a regular animal, you can use even a, a blade of grass if it's sharp enough. But for Kadshim, it has to be a klisharis. It has to be a, a, a vessel in the base of Migdash made of metal, like the Ramam just said. Why? Again, the same basic idea is because shechting a carbon is not the same as shechting any other animal. It just happens to be it's a carbon. Shechita's Kadshim is considered to be an avayda. It's considered to be a, a step in the process. And there's many halachas that because of that, if you shecht the shloy become possible. All the chumras that we have for Kadshim apply to the shechita too. And that's why even the vessel that you use to shecht the carbon is not the same as, as, as the type of vessel that you'll use for other things. Um, so again, the Ramam says, again, let's just continue on. Hamenor v'keleh, again, yuches hamenor v'keleh, hashulchan v'keleh, v'mizbech ha-ktoyres, v'chol kleishor. It's all the kelem of the base of Mignosh, ein oisin oisin elo menamateches bovad. They have to be made of metal. You have to use metal. V'masu oisin shel eitz, oyetzen, by Evan, and if they're made of anything else, made of wood, uh, uh, bone, stone, glass, sewer, they're possibly have to be made of metal. Says the Rambam, if Kleistral is the Matsiv, if the community is poor, then Aisan, Aisan, Afilashel Badil. The main thing that has to be metal. What type of metal? That depends on the wealth of the community. If they're not so wealthy, then you can use lead, it's a cheap metal. Imishiru, if they become wealthier, then they should replace the lead kalim, ice and ice and They should make them of gold. This says the Rambam, even vessels that are really very secondary, like the cups or the or spits and all the different things that are needed for the Mizbech, for example, for, for the animals. Um, or even measuring tools. In other words, let's say a person, there's it was all halachas when you bring a carbon, or let's say you bring a flour offering, like there's certain measurements of how much flour, how much wines they would have. They would have measuring tools, measuring cups and so on to figure out, okay, the guy has to bring a, a, you know, a, a hin worth of wine. What's a hin? So they would have a, a measuring cup that was worth a hin. That was the volume of a hin. So it's not necessarily, it's a very, that's a very peripheral type of vessel. So, but says Ram nevertheless, if, if, if they could afford it, it should be made of gold. And even the gates of the Azara, should also be covered with gold. 
if uh, if the Jewish community can can uh, can afford it. So even though again we said in the native stone and everything like that, but the, the gates obviously that are moving back and forth are metal, and preferably they should be uh, they should be covered with gold. The reason why the Rambam says they're not made of gold, um, the first point is says because gold itself is not such a a sturdy, it's not the strongest of metals. So when we're talking about a gate as an entranceway, it's actually more a covetic for it to be made of like iron or something like that, that's more respectable. It should just be covered with gold. That'll be, uh, that'll be the nicest thing. Um, okay, maybe, you know what? If, maybe if you have a, two more minutes, we'll, we'll try to finish the paragraph, if that's okay. One last halacha, says the Rambam. When you're fashioning these vessels for the base of Mikdash, they should be made initially the shame, the shame based on Mikdash. But if they were made initially for a personal, for a personal use, even if then you want to dedicate it for the base of Mikdash, that's not good enough. So monies can be dedicated to the base of Mikdash, but the actual kalim of the base of Mikdash themselves have to be made initially the shame based on Mikdash. Now the Allah is, once you have a vessel that was fashioned for the purposes of being given to the base of Mikdash, when does it officially become hektish? So says the Rambam, before it was actually used by the Beis HaMikdash, it could still be used for private purposes. Once it's used by the Beis HaMikdash, so the two qualities that you need to have for a vessel to be used, to be, you know, Beis HaMikdash is it has to be made initially for the purposes of being used in the base of Megdash, and then it actually is used. So when you have those two stipulations in place, now it's uh, now it's off limits to anyone else. But if, if it was made for the base of Megdash, but it wasn't used yet, it still is not considered hectish. But if it was made for base of Megdash, and then it's actually used, now it's hectish. Says the Rambam, another last thing, Avon and the Kairos, let's say stones or, or beams, Shechatz and Metchila that were initially made, the base HaKnesses. So until now, we're talking about, let's say, you know, you have a cup and you're making the cup for your own personal house, and then you want to donate to the Beis HaMikdash, that's not good. But let's say it was a vessel that was being made for a Beis HaKnesis, which is a Mikdash Ma'at. Maybe that's good enough. Says the Ramam, no, ain't by nice and Harabais, that, that can't be used for the Harabais or the Beis HaMikdash. It has to be, you know, even though it's a Mikdash Ma'at, it's not the Beis HaMikdash Ma'amish. So it has to be, again, any part of the Beis HaMikdash has to be made for the intention of it being part of the base of Megdash, not for something else, and then you change your mind. That's the Allah uh, of the Rambam. Okay. Yeah, Shukai, everybody. Mazel Tov. Uh, finish Parak Allah. Okay.